Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast is sponsored by WordSprint, your printing and mailing choice. Hi, this is Paul Lemberg, and I want to welcome you to Orchestrating Success with Hugh Ballou. This podcast is all about ways to redefine leadership as a pathway to increasing your business or nonprofit income. Now, here's Hugh with today's session. Greetings, it's Hugh Ballou. This is number 55. This is number 55. Orchestrating success. Converting your passion to profit in all of the sense of that word. We need to have positive cash flow so that we're making the money we deserve for the value we are bringing people. Whether you're running a business or charity or a church or synagogue, it's important to have that cash to fully achieve the mission we have set out to accomplish. We are social entrepreneurs We are making a difference in the world. We're making a difference in people's lives. The first rule of thumb is to work on ourselves, manage ourselves, increase our skills. So orchestrating success begins with building our skill set first. Then we can transform our idea into reality and transform our teams, transform our organization, and transform people's lives. This session is about mastering the evaluation as a leadership skill. And I will refer to some of the other other episodes in this podcast, uh, the annual review and strategic plan to talk about what it takes to be able to create an effective evaluation. You can find the notes at hubaloopodcast.com. Scroll down to number 55 and click on that. It will take you to the page where you can comment, you can read the notes. It's a two-way conversation. Number 55, we're talking about our ability in this whole series. The conductor makes the difference. We're orchestrating success. It's our ability to make it happen. That's the bottom line. Evaluation is a recurring process. We plan, we evaluate, we revise, we recommit. Often I interview a potential client and I might hear that they have a strategic plan. More often than not, it's put away somewhere and dusty. That is, if they have one. In other conversations about creating a strategic plan, I hear the same story. We have completed the previous plan, and now we need a new one. Both of these paradigms are very curious to me. 
once you create the strategic plan, it becomes an organic process which migrates over time. It's really not very efficient to stop and regroup as if we're starting all over again. If there's a long-term strategy, then it's always a long-term strategy. If the leader commits to regularly evaluating the plan, revisiting and updating the plan, and recommitting to that updated plan, it's an ongoing process. It's not a start and stop process. I've also written about dysfunctional systems in organizations. For example, one of those is the annual review. We wait a whole year? Wow. Why don't we build into the strategy the mechanisms for accountability, for evaluation, so we know what's going on on an ongoing basis, not once a year. We do not set aside time to plan and evaluate. Let's face it, we just don't do it. Most of us don't do it. I teach this, and I must still force myself to follow that discipline. Our lame excuse is that we don't have time. We don't have time because we haven't defined the value for the evaluation, and we haven't defined the cost of the lack of evaluation. It's very costly to have to repeat, undo, or redo things, and it's very destructive to the morale of all the people involved. So we're talking about this ongoing system of evaluation and recommitting. It's fundamentally about the strategy. It's also about team performance. It's also about looking at our milestones. It's about looking at our expenditures. We evaluate anything that's going to bring us value, any measurement of success. The tradition in strategic planning is to do a SWOT, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. I don't prefer that model because we're going back into an old tradition. It's time to rethink that whole process. Let me introduce you to a simple model that I've used for many years. It came from my training as a meeting facilitator. It's an efficient use of time and resources and it exposes things that need attention. It's simple. In this case, simple is good. First, define what you and the team are evaluating. Is it the plan? Is it the process? Is it the team? Is it the organization? Is it the skills? So forth. What is it that we are evaluating? You get the idea. If you are conducting the evaluation, then you get to decide. I always find that it's good to get input from others in the process. Next, define the protocol for team interaction. Okay, I'm a solopreneur. Well, you probably are working with somebody else, and it's good to update that relationship by evaluating the progress from time to time. Be sure to include everybody 
in this process who has some information to share. Often I include the janitor or the phone receptionist in an organization because they know things that nobody else knows. It's important to get the full picture when you evaluate things. Certainly, the data intake and the planning are, are not both appropriate for everyone and in the organization. So separate the functions and invite those participants appropriate to the content. Then define how the group will interact. Declare that the session is a safe space to speak the truth kindly. It's important to get data and it's important not to blame people. Address the facts and don't blame. This way you will be able to get more useful and accurate information. It's important to separate the evaluation and the planning. The evaluation provides perspective for the planning. Allow time for gaining perspective to think about the information and to regroup before moving forward. Information overload and rush to implementation can both be problematic. So my three-step evaluation looks something like this. Number one, define what's working or what we do well. Define the valuable skills and process steps that you want to keep. This is what we do well. When making changes later, it's important that we don't throw out the baby with the bathwater, as the old expression goes. Define the core competencies and systems that are valuable and build on those. Number two, what needs changing? In the SWOT, you have weaknesses, so this is not a negative. It's a critical activity when we start defining weaknesses. This is honestly identifying things we could do better or things we might want to stop doing. This group of items will make a big difference, so take time with this step. You might want to group the items once you're finished that are related and see if combining them or setting up a priority or sequence with them might be helpful. Sometimes you can combine several ideas into one stronger idea. Then you can move them into a series of activities or a sequence or priority. Do this, do this, do this. This will, will become the basis for your action plan. The third set of data that we want to mine would be new things to consider. When looking through the information in steps one and two, there will be ideas for new systems, new skills, or processes to consider. Be careful here. Be sure that you're not adding too much to a process that's already full. What's working? Things to keep. What needs changing are things to stop, modify or stop. New things to consider, things to start. In team evaluations, this process allows for the team to create synergy and to develop peer-to-peer -peer accountabilities. The process itself is valuable and what happens in the culture 
adds significantly to the overall value. Many times, the greater value is what happens within the team and not just the data that we recover, we discover, we identify. Process builds trust and it creates the synergy of a new community. <clears throat> it's what I call a new architecture of engagement. This process also works when you work alone. Evaluate yourself and your processes and your plan. Invite a colleague to participate and you'll get an unexpected perspective. Set your calendar to do this regularly, maybe monthly at a high level, and semi-annually at a detailed level. You'll be glad that you did. You'll get better over time and it will take less time to do it each time. Staying on track, being the best you can be, means we evaluate our plan and recommit to the next level of the plan. This is Hugh Ballou. If you put things on your calendar, they will actually happen. Time activate your planning at regular intervals. Set yourself a reminder. Reminder, the notes are at hubaloopodcast.com. Love to have two-way conversations with you about these ideas. And I'd love to hear what you're thinking about the podcast. Leave a review on iTunes. It would help me. So thank you for that. Until the next session, I hope this is helpful. This is Hugh Ballou, Podcast 55, Orchestrating Success your pathway to converting passion to profit. This session is sponsored by WordSprint. WordSprint is really a mailing, an authority mailing business. They can connect with your tribe, whether it's donors, whether it's customers, whether it's organizations. They are first class printing operation. They print the magazine that I'm co-publisher for, Nonprofit Professional Performance 360 magazine. You can find it at nonprofitperformance.org, nonprofitperformance.org. They also print our flyers, and we stay in touch with a piece of paper that people can hold in their hand, and it's followed up with an email. Hi, Joe. Did you get the magazine that I sent to you yesterday? Be sure to look at the article on page 5. I believe it will give value to you. WordSprint has the most sophisticated systems for donor retention, for client retention, to improve your bottom line with the tribe that depends on you for information. Profit depends on maintaining and building effective relationships. WordSprint is the authority, the best printing, the best touch points, the best systems. Go to wordsprint.com and ask for a free appointment to see how they can improve your bottom line. Thanks for listening today to the Orchestrating Success Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes to stay focused on ways to redefine leadership and increase your profit.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.